Blog Talk Radio. everyone, I am Shavana Johnson, CEO and founder of All About Us Global Media Productions Group, TV, radio, and magazine, CEO of the Whitney E. Johnson Foundation Incorporated. We are a 501c3 organization on a mission to educate, engage, and mentor our parents and teens in communities on current issues surrounding our youth. Today we are asking for your support to continue providing our informative programming through our various media platforms. To make a donation, visit the Whitney E. Johnson site at www.wejfoundation.org or you can reach us at 631-521-7699 for more information. And as a reminder, all donations given are tax deductible. On behalf of the Whitney E. Johnson Foundation, we thank you for listening and your support. This is Najesty from Butter Me Essentials, Natural Hair Body Company. We are located in Brooklyn, New York. We are a family-owned company, which is run by my husband, Vaden, and I. Do you have hair that is hard to manage? Having trouble with hair growth? Is your skin always dry? No problem. Butter Me Essentials is here with the solution. We specialize in hair butters, pomades, hair elixirs, shampoos, conditioners, luxury soaps, body butters, lotion bars, perfumes, scrubs, and so much more. All of our products is made with natural and organic ingredients such as shea butter, cocoa butter, mango butter, Jamaican black castor oil, avocado oil, Oregon oil, and essential oils. There is no sulfate, petroleum, mineral oils, or parabens, just all natural goodness. If you would like to order our products, check out our website at buttermeessentials.com, buttermeessentials.com, or call 646 646- Five two four three three five one six four six five two four three three five one. Check us out on Facebook and Instagram. Remember, like our motto says, you deserve to be buttered. Good evening. Welcome to. <clears throat> Excuse me, All About Us Radio. I am your host, Shavana Johnson. I'd like to take the time to welcome you to Parents and Teens Talk, um, which is a show that creates a dialogue with parents and teens concerning today's issues. Tonight we'll be discussing going beyond the vision with Monique Elliott. But before I go any further, let me take the time to thank our sponsors who have made this show possible. That is the Whitney E. Johnson Foundation, Butter Meat Essentials, Rico Design Interior, All About Us Media Production Group, TV, Radio, Magazine, and Blog, Roger and Shavana Johnson Sr. And you can visit our website at www at wejfoundation.org. Well, tonight, like I said, we have a very special guest, Monique Elliott, M. 
LMSW, LCSW, in the studio with me to discuss going beyond the vision. I am excited to have her in the studio. If you have any questions or want to make comments, just listen to the conversation. Call in 516-453-9957. If you want to join the conversation, press option 1, and we will answer your call. Um, I just want to take the time for a quick moment just to talk about uh, vision, destiny, Destiny, for me, stands for diligent, evolving, strategically targeting, intimately nurturing you. Destiny at times seems so far away, but the most challenging part is we have to work harder, smarter to arrive to our destination. It is not easy. It is painful, playful, funny, discouraging, doubtful, and at times cruel. It is how we plan to embrace destiny, and focus on those things that we find the most challenging. How do we plan for life's challenges? Many have asked this question, and yes, there are solutions. Set short-term, short- and long-term goals, at least two to three for each one. Make a list of negative and positive things about you that need to be addressed or approved, improved. Sorry. Write your vision statement. A vision statement is a roadmap indicating both what you want to become and guiding you to transformational initiatives to setting a defined direction for you. You have the power to do anything you set your mind to. Power means the ability to do something or act in a particular way. Your ability to change the way you act or react depends on how you want to change a situation. Life is challenging, and sometimes it seems life can be meaningless and cruel. This is the moment you have to find the power to change those things which seem difficult and overwhelming. In order for destiny to fulfill itself, you have to be the one to define who you are. You cannot allow your friends Groups are guilt of association to define who you will become. With your action, life comes with consequences, and so does your character and how people will perceive you. See, life does not come with a handbook, only bumps, bruises, and love. Destiny is how you define or see yourself. That will help you see your destiny clearly. There is no clear path in life, and the reality is we all have to fulfill destiny. Success will depend on the time you spend pairing, bracing for impact beyond your destiny. I am Shavana Johnson, your host. And like I said, tonight we have a very, very special guest. Um, I like to call her Dr. Monique Elliott because that's what I hear. Every time I talk to this awesome woman (laughs) of God, Worker, I, I just hear Dr. Monique Elliott, and I just want to say, Dr. Elliott, <laughs> it just rings. and I know it's going to come to fruition. I want to thank you for joining us tonight, um, Monique Elliott, to talk about bracing for your bracing for your vision and beyond. And before we go any further, I just want to introduce you, and I want you to tell us a little bit about who Monique Elliott is. I um that you know that question often um gets to to me and and also so many others that I have worked with in the past who you are 
And I'll never forget that um, we were at a conference once, and uh, I was so excited. I was telling them, as it were, all of my roles and um, talking about my family, and, and I'm excited. I love my children. I'm I'm a mother. I'm a wife. I'm a grandmother. I, you know, I I have these roles. But when we were done, she said, but you didn't really just tell me about you. And so it's important that we don't only attach our roles to who we are. And so I would like to say that I am a person who enjoys uh, life, laughter. I enjoy um, the success of others. It, It brings me peace when I see others achieving their goals, making it, finding a purpose. That is so important to me. I am also a daughter, you know, to my parents. I'm um, sometimes a caregiver, you know. But more than Mm -hmm. that, I pray that everyone knows that I'm a daughter of the King of Kings, you know, a a child of God. And Mm -hmm. um, I think that that is what's most important because at the end of the day, all that matters is that we have that connection to God and and to our community, to one another. And so that community mm-hmm. is starting with your family, then your friends, and then out, you know. And so uh, that's part of who I am. Um, professionally, mm-hmm. I am a therapist. I have my own practice. And um, I've been a counselor for many years, for actually over 25 years, uh, but in the last four years, I've actually gone into private practice. So I've worked in school systems. I've worked in mental health centers um, and, and different in different capacities. I've worked also with youth who have been, been um, convicted of, of crimes, uh, juvenile detention centers. So just a, a multiple plethora of, of things or jobs that I've been involved with. Mhm. You know, I was so excited um when I speak to you. You know how I uh we just enjoyed the company and conversation. But when you think about going beyond the vision, so many of us live in the fear of not seeing our vision, vision or not being able to even envision the vision or not even encompass what that vision looks like. What is it that you find when you're speaking to people, what is the most challenging for them to even understand, first of all, to understand their vision, even even to bring it into perspective? And why is it so hard for so many people to see themselves being visionaries or having the vision? Let me let's start there. I know the three. That's okay. One. <laughs> no, that's okay. You, and you might have to help me out, honey, to remember all the three. But we'll we'll start with the first, with one of them, probably the last that you just said to me. So yes. one of the situations that we often run into um, is that people have placed in them. I I believe this with all my heart that you are born with purpose. But as you began to grow and grow up, so many people are telling you what you should be and shouldn't be. 
And mm. many times what you have desired, even as a little boy or a little girl, gets thrown aside. Those things that you really know that you like or that you think you might be good at if somebody would even just let you try it out. We mm-hmm. sometimes as adults, and not just adults, even our friends, can get in the way of us even pursuing the impossible because so many people are afraid that you might fail. Sometimes we're to fail. And so we actually stop dreaming or we have small dreams. We don't mm. want to think beyond that we could actually do something big, that we could actually mm. build something, that we could actually make something as far as music or uh, it's just so many things. Become a doctor, whatever, build a car. There's so many ideas out there that we often get hindered. So it's about why don't we dream? Because so many times people stop our dreams or we begin to believe that we're not capable of doing our dreams. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, that is true. And when you think about it, Habakkuk 2 and 3, I believe it is, write the vision and make it plain. You know, yes. and, and when we pray and we see and we dream and we visualize, you know, even women like myself, you know, oftentimes we're our own sabotagers. We sabotage yes. ourselves. Why is it that you think we do that? As visionaries, as we sabotage ourselves, what is it about us that we we want to sabotage the vision? We um, want to. It's fear. I can't. I'm not mm-hmm. going to. I was about to put something really sweet with it. No, no, it's fear. We are afraid. Mm-hmm. So what? And everybody has a different fear at times. Many of us may not be afraid of the same, so what I mean by that is what if I do this dream and then um, I don't have enough money to pay for it? Or what if I do mm-hmm. this vision and nobody likes it? Um, or what if I do this vision and I look foolish when it's over? We began to we self-talk. So oftentimes mm-hmm. we talk ourselves out of our blessing. We'll talk okay. our own mm-hmm. selves out of our blessing. Mm-hmm. And that mm-hmm. is often what happens. You know, I think about this all the time, and I've been debating this question. There are different levels of fear. Would you agree or disagree with that? I agree. Mm-hmm. Now, let's talk about the first level of fear. What is the first level of fear? Well, it's going to depend on um, what you see what you're classifying as fear. So a, a, a mm-hmm. part of that is actually knowing what you are calling fear, you, um, um, mm-hmm. Sister Shavana, Miss Shavana, what you are calling fear. So um, mm-hmm. there is fear of reverence. So mm. many times we are uh, to fear God. All, all through the words you'll hear it say fear God. God does not want you afraid of him. He's our daddy. God, yeah. God is shown over and over. I'm your daddy. I'm your father. I don't want you afraid of me. I want you mm-hmm. to come to me. That's why he's always saying, come to me and tell me your problems. Come to me and tell me what you're needing. 
come to me. He actually, he wants us to come to him first. And mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. Um, fear, though, fear on that sense is reverence. So that means mm-hmm. we still don't come to him any kind of way. You know, it's like That's coming right. before your grandmother or your grandfather or your mother or your father. Yeah, you might have a request or you might even be mad, but you know there's a certain way you're not going to approach them. You're going to approach them with a, a, with a, a, a humbleness. You know, you're going to approach mm-hmm. them with respect. So when mm-hmm. we hear fear often in the Bible, it's talking about that, that reverent fear mm-hmm. that I'm talking about. Then you have the fear that is innate in us, and innate in us, I'm sorry, that is there because God has placed that in us so that we won't burn ourselves. So in other words, we we go to a stove and we feel it's hot. There's a natural fear or there should be a natural fear in you not to touch that thing. That Mm -hmm. fear is to protect you. So there's a protecting fear. But then Mm. there's also a fear, a fear that is not a spirit of of love, okay? Mm. That fear Mm. keeps us, and this is the part that I feel keeps a lot of people from dreaming or reaching their goals or their visions, and that is a fear of not succeeding or a fear of self-doubt. Mm-hmm. All these fears are fear of rejection. Those fears mm-hmm. are not from God. Those fears mm-hmm. are not from him because mm-hmm. he says, I can do all things, doesn't the word say that, through Christ who gives me strength. Christ living within me, giving me all the strength to accomplish whatever he's placed in me to do. That's right. That is a fear. That is a fear that is relying on my own strength. So what's Mm -hmm. happening is when I rely on myself and, and then I say I can do this myself, often pride can follow that thing. Because if we believe that we did something all alone, we often forget who gave us the power to do it. And, mm, and so right. that is a, that pride. And that's the fear that, that God does not want us to have. It says, the word of the Lord says, perfect love casts out all fear. The mm-hmm. fear God is mm-hmm. talking about there is that third fear I'm talking about, fear of moving forward and doing your purpose. You, you know why? Perfect love gets rid of that. God loves us so much, and he loves us so perfectly that he will not allow us to receive anything less than greatness from what he has called us to do. Amen. And so, yes, and so that kind of fear. But then there's also a fear that is natural in its own way, okay? And that is that fear when your heart gets to racing, maybe you're getting ready to talk in front of a group, and sometimes <laughs> your hands get to sweating, you know, and, and you're thinking all kind of stuff. And yes. that fear, yes, that fear, you just need to smile through that fear. Get you some water. Get you a good cup of water, a bottle of water or something, and get up there and get to presenting or whatever that. Fear is because guess what? That fear will leave. Once you do yeah. what is asked of you, that fear will leave. 
Yeah. And and so there, yes, there is a, um, many of you might know her. She's a preacher, a writer, an author, as it were. Um, Joyce Myers, uh, in one of her books, uh, Battlefield of the Mind, I believe, she says, and you know that yeah. really, really helped me. That helped me several mm-hmm. years ago. Because I used to think mm-hmm. it was a terrible thing to be afraid. And she broke mm-hmm. it down. She said, you don't you don't sin. You're not messed up. Nothing is wrong with you because you're afraid. You mess up. We get in trouble, as it were, when we refuse to be obedient to what God has asked us to do. That's when we make a choice against his will. It's not his mm. And so she says, go ahead and do it afraid. Just do it afraid. Yeah. Wow. You know, I've heard that before, do it afraid. And, you know, as I'm mentoring and I'm speaking with young people, and I don't know if you're encountering the same thing with young people, they don't know how to visualize their vision. They don't see a vision within themselves. What is it with today's young people that they are not seeing the value in their vision? that they are not recognizing the value in their vision. They're not recognizing the value in who they are. This is the saddest part that I encounter with young people. What is it when you're speaking with young people that you're encountering with the vision part? What is one of the things that is the hardest thing for you to even breathe in or take in as you're encountering these young people? Um, I think one of the hardest things for our young people is, first of all, some of them have never seen anything outside of um, their atmosphere, their current situation. So Mm -hmm. if there's a time where you are living in a hardship or you've been in a lot of pain or there's trauma Mm -hmm. around you, you begin to believe that it's almost like you were dealt a bad deal, that there can't be Mm -hmm. good things for you. Um, But I'm here to say, you know, what I say to them is, no, you can do anything. You can make it. You are beautiful. You are precious. There are are, are so many good qualities in you. And so I began to encourage them to look beyond where they are. One of of the most amazing um, actresses that is, uh, I just adore her, is Viola Davis. And she Mm -hmm. often even talks about how she used to have to eat out of a garbage can. That Mm -hmm. she was so hungry, she was looking for scraps. But but somebody started working with her. Someone began to say to her, you're good, you're going to make it one day. And so what I want to say to us as adults, we fail our youth when we don't speak into them. Sometimes Mm -hmm. we make them believe that they are their situation. We tell them, you're being bad. You're doing this. I hate the word bad. We have got to stop calling our children bad. They're not bad. Mm -hmm. They may have made poor decisions, but they're not bad. We we must begin to tell them life, and as we speak good things into our children, then they can begin to grow inside of their minds. They can begin Mm -hmm. to see that things are possible. 
And I often say this, if you don't have, I tell my young people this, if you don't have someone around you that is speaking life into you, get on that get on that internet, get get on your phone. Many of you got you have your phones. Get on there and find somebody who's an inspiration and begin to listen to them. Literally begin to listen to them. Start believing what they're saying. Start hearing as they inspire you and inspire others. And then there's something else I have them do. I call it's the vision board. And many people have learned and, and talked about a vision board. But with the vision board, I have a person put their favorite picture of themselves in the middle of it. You can just get a you can make your board as big as you want. I, I prefer it not to be too small because I want your dreams to be out there, you know? So I you can make your uh, board a, a good size. You can go to the $5 store. You can go wherever, you know, a dollar store around the corner, whatever, and make you a board. And then get pictures. Wherever you find pictures, you can find old magazines at thrift stores for a dime, literally a quarter. They still have them that cheap, 50 cents. Get magazines. Yeah. Get newspapers. If you see words that you like, one of the words on my um, a group of words on my vision board. I have one too. Um, is is inspire success. That's that's yeah. on my vision board. That's something I I want to do. I strive to do. And there and I even have a pair of boots on there with with some um, little fur around the top. Just you know what happens is you get in the book. This is what I want you to do. And you start cutting out things that you like. I've yeah. got a couple of trips I want to take one day in my life on my board, you know. I've got blessed mm-hmm. children on my board. There's just so mm-hmm. many different things. And it's don't think about it. I want you to go literally and just cut like and paste, like when you were little. Cut and paste. Cut and tape. Whatever you need to do and put that on your board. And I don't want you telling yourself, that this will never happen for me, I can't afford this. No, you don't worry about anything like that. You just put it out there. You put it on that board. You pray over it. You say, Lord, I know you got good plans for me. I believe this. I believe you do. This might be where I am today, but it doesn't mean I'm going to be here forever. And And you look at that board and you begin to imagine yourself there. You have mm-hmm. to see yourself in those positive situations. That is true. So, so true. Um, Dr. Dr. Monique, here we go. Dr. Monique. Yes, I you received know, that prophecy. But, uh, that is true. And, you know, when you read Habakkuk, Habakkuk 2 and 3, and it says, for the vision is yet for an important time, but at the end of it shall speak and not lie. Though it tarry, wait for it, because it surely will come. It shall not tarry. And, you know, I, I think about all the times that we labor and we pray and we ask God, and, you know, sometimes it, look like, it looks like it's going to happen, then it's like, ah. And then it, it, God says, not now, not yet. And it feels like, you know, I failed, like I was working on this particular project. And at the last minute, they said that they de- declined, and they said that we want we could not have the program because it was going to interfere uh-huh. with other programs. Uh, 
the last minute to tell me that. And I had a lot of major players lined up to come. Mm. I felt so humiliated, let down. And I knew yes. that that was something that God had given me. But, you know, I, my pastor said it's delayed but not denied. It could All have right. been something one involved that was connected that he needed to disjoint or take away. It was something about the project that it just wasn't it wasn't festered, it wasn't seasoned salt. And when I've been reading the scriptures lately, it talks we are the salt of the earth. And you know, when God is making something and you he knows just how to create it for it to be seasoned and seasoned and marinated just right that he has to align those people in the spirit to agree. And I was so frustrated. Mm-hmm. I felt like walking away from everything, Dr. Monique. I mean, the whole project, everything that I've been working on, I felt like a failure. I felt like I, I just I can't begin to tell you. I just sat in my bed for two days. I didn't want to move. Yeah. I didn't want to stay. I didn't I couldn't believe that out of all this hard work and the people that I was connected to and the major players that I had that, you know, it was like they were looking at me like, you know, why 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 is this not happening? What's going on? Mm-hmm. Why is blah 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 mm-hmm. and I was so I was my vision that I knew that was instilled in me, I was so upset. And I'm saying this to say this, that discouragement is one of the biggest Letdowns in a lot of yes. people in their vision, and I'm I'm asking you on an emotional level too. What is it you could say to someone who who has envisioned, has brought it forth, they've seen it on their vision board, they're embracing it, they're getting ready to. It's like we're right at the door, and when they yes. get there, no. How do you encourage somebody who is at that last that that this for them is like this is it i i you know i I'm just distraught, I'm just emotionally drained, I'm just emotionally mm-hmm. frustrated, and not even that, I want to take it a step further because well let's let's do part one first because part two has to do with generational bondage within the vision, so we're gonna talk about okay. that too because that okay. has Festiveness, but part one is, what do you say to that that person whose vision is, you know what? They put everything into it. They're drained emotionally. They're physically distraught. They're emotionally just they they feel like it's nowhere else to go. That glass ceiling is just pushing down yeah. on them. It's like they can't breathe. What do you do to encourage somebody past this point? Well, first of all, I'm going to say. You can cry. I don't. Yeah, I, you yeah. know what? We are so big on trying to tell people don't cry, be strong. No, crying and stress mm-hmm. don't have anything to do with each other. As far as if you're crying, if you're hurt, if you're in pain, that does not mean you're weak. It means that you're just releasing. You're releasing your yeah. hurt. You're releasing your disappointment. So first of all, I'm gonna say I don't care if you're a man or a woman. You have the right to cry. You have the right to get angry. You know something? You can't get angry with God. Mm. See, see, you can. You can say, I'm hurt. 
I'm angry. I'm disappointed. Because you know what? He already knows it. He reads your thoughts. He Mm -hmm. knows our hearts Mm -hmm. already. We go to the Lord with just such trying to be sweet and perfect all the time, talking like um, we, we don't have these feelings. We do have feelings. And God knows it. And it's okay to say, God, I'm so furious. I, I mean, I feel like I've been set up. You know, it, it's okay to go and say, would you help me? Because I'm, I'm so hurt. And then I'm going to tell you something. As we begin to calm down and breathe, he lets us know sooner or later, I kid you not, that the vision is not over. I This just wasn't the person. This just yeah. wasn't the company. I didn't want you working for them. This was somebody else's idea or vision. Whatever he has for you, it's for you. I mean that. God is big enough to give all of us, and he does, every one of us a dream. He's that big. He he doesn't have to have you afraid that someone else is going to take what's yours. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so it Mm -hmm. just meant it wasn't for that time. But I've learned this. Someone told me this once. Every situation is a learning experience. Whether it was for good or whether it was for bad, you have to step back. And what I mean for bad, that it didn't turn out the way you wanted it to. You step back and you have to be able to say, okay, Lord, that that door was shut. And I don't want to be the one to keep trying to open it. I want to say that about a vision too. If, if a certain door is shut, let God, he's going to have to be the one to reopen that door. It doesn't mean there's not other doors open for you. But sometimes we keep going back to the same spot, the same spot, the same mm. spot. They're not ready to receive it. They're not ready. And you know what? God could have had them ready, actually. But whatever came uh, over them, because he's a God of choice, he's not going to force anything. He's not going to force a person to receive a vision either. So because he's a, 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 a God of love and choice, he'll, he'll often just wait on us. There are times yeah. he'll wait on us. So that's mm. what I mean by disappointment. Disappointment is real. We are human. We're not superhumans. We hurt. We cry. We get angry. We have emotions. We were made with them. And so yeah. the emotions are not bad. It's what we do with them. It's what we do with the emotions. It's not wrong to be angry, but it's how we go and manifest that anger later. You know, it's mm-hmm. not wrong with being sad, but it's when we begin to get mad at everybody because of what one person did to us or because one mm-hmm. person shut a door on us. Right. So that disappointment, honey, God gets it. He mm-hmm. understands. And he just said. Come on over here. I know you're hurting. I'm going to let you be mm-hmm. in this for a little bit. But then he says, mm-hmm. now I need you to get up. It's time for you to get on up now, and it's time for us to get going. we got things to do. Mm-hmm. He doesn't want us staying stuck in our pain. He wants us to get up. Mm-hmm. That's true. 
That is, you know, that is so true. And I think that was one of the hardest things for me to do is to get up and put together another program. It was a challenge because I was the fear of, you know, it being shut down again, the fear of mm-hmm. nobody the fear of nobody wanting to work with me anymore, the fear of being overzealous because I can be overzealous and maybe I'm overthinking things and maybe I'm not seeing this in the vision or, you know, acting. Maybe I have to stand back and don't overthink it because God never gives you anything that he doesn't write a check for. Come on, He never does anything that he doesn't provide the wisdom and discernment for. And, you know, that's the most exciting thing to me is, is that God is God. I get so mad with him, and I'm always, you know, the one thing I always ask God, why me? Why Uh does this happen to me? And it was so funny (laughs) because I was asking this question, and I'm home alone. And, you know, the response I got was, why not me? Because I'm always saying, why him? He said, why not me? Why not me? Why don't you wait on me? Why don't you drive me? Why don't you just stand back and and just believe and understand and and see the focus of what really I have for you? Why don't you just stand back and just watch it unfold? Why don't you? Don't ask why me. When you are chosen, you are set apart. There is nothing, no one, nobody can do to take your vision. There might be Come people out there that want to pick you, that want to be like you, that want to pick, they call you and ask you questions, knowing very well they're calling to steal your thoughts and uh-huh. your ideas. They're stealers, uh-huh. dream killers, dream underestimators. There are people dreaming out there for you to just fall on your face. But mm-hmm. you know what? that God, the God that I serve, is is he's made room for me. I had to come to grips with that. Not many people are able to do that. What would you tell someone who is coming to grips or can't come to grips? How would you encourage them? Well, I tell you this. um, There's a couple of times that in in my path, in my life, um, that people have um, tried to reproduce something that the Lord has given me. Um, and and at first I had gotten upset about it. And then mm-hmm. I was like, well, Lord, take that away from me. If they're blessing someone, let them be blessed with it. But I tell you, no one's going to do it like you do it. So what I'm getting at is the Lord knows the heart and the Lord knows the motive. He knows the heart and he knows the motive. And there's sometimes that we see things, but we're not able to see a person's true heart or motive. And so because of that, we do have to leave that part up to the Lord. We have to be Mm -hmm. able to leave that up to the Lord. There are things that the Lord has given you, um, and I call what you just talked about, and that's a whole other thing, intellectual property. Uh, Someone Mm. trying to take... um, what has been given you in your mind. That's intellectual property. But even with that, Solomon in the Bible and said there's nothing new under the sun. So it, truthfully right. speaking, even what I'm talking about is nothing new under the sun. The Lord just often adds to it. 
to often add yeah. to, in other words, for this generation, for whatever people are needing today. It's the same word, but it's just added with a maybe we just have a flair this way with it or this or this. But there's nothing new under the sun at that all. Is, that is so true. You know, it's just to keep us encouraged. But it is what it is. But we have to continue to move on because God has given us a specific mission. And in that mission, he expects. At the end of the day and at the end of time, when you stand before him, Mm. he's going to ask you, what have you done with the talents, the gifts, and the vision that I have given you? How have you served me? How have you served my people? How have you did what I asked you to do? And at Mm -hmm. the end of the day going to have to answer for you. You can't answer for anybody else. God will handle that, you know, because I used to yes. be like, well, you know, I see, when I started this, there was nobody, and I'm thinking, well, God, you know, I'm seeing everybody pop up all over the place. Then you think about the kingdom. <laughs> kingdom, the spirit works, the kingdom and the spirit work as one, and I'm saying, God, yes. bless Bless them that they will bring the people for the kingdom to knit together your your blanket, your spirit, that yes. we will yes. come together as a community kingdom to save those that need to be touched, to be encouraged, that need to be weaned, that need to be, you know, just blessed because there is so much going on in this world that it's just so much chaos that we're all yes. anointed blanket us, that we all come together as community, as the word that you use, uh, communitively in the kingdom to to be in your mindset, to do what's best yes. for, for your kingdom, and that we serve you with our whole hearts and our whole yes. soul. And that's the purpose, you know, for me uh, of doing this in vision I get excited because I know that with all that God is aligning, you know, us together as I've met you, it was truly it's truly a blessing. Every time I, I talk feel to you, it's way. like I cannot I hang up the God. phone. You know, I just learned a nugget every time we have a conversation and I'm just so excited about what God is about to do. Um Me too. You know, yes, yes. With that said, I wanna say this because I wanna talk about generational Bondage, generational visional bondage. Generational visual bondage. I'm going to call it that because, you know, we have a lot of young people living in the generational visual bondage where they can't get out of the fact that they can't see past where mom or grandmother or grandfather, they can't see past of looking into the wealth. They can't see past of going to college and being successful. They can't see past of they think they're nothing because they've always been told they were nothing. They're not going to amount to anything. They think that they are not big enough. As you talked about earlier, you know, it's a visual it's a visual blockage. And how do we help young people as well as older people who are living in that generational impact of not being or not stepping out to fulfill that purpose in their visual destiny? Well, first of well, one of the things that I have in in one of my books um it talks about there are times you have to be careful of who you share your vision with. 
Mm. And I have a chapter on that. I talk about that because so many times we're happy, we're excited about an idea we have or even a door has opened. Someone wants to literally pay for you to go to college. Someone wants to have you intern with them. Things happening, opening up for you. And then, like I said earlier, someone else comes along and says, you can't do nothing like that. Who do you think you are? And I'm going to tell you, the pain comes when it comes from inside your own house. So there are times it can even come from inside your home. So with Mm -hmm. our babies, with our kids, we put labels on them. We begin to label them. Um, that they are this kind of child and they are this kind of child. We put negative labels, and it's hard for those babies to pull those labels off of them because they begin to believe the stuff you say to them. We call mm-hmm. somebody dumb or stupid or you don't have, you know, you don't have good sense. You don't have, we, be, we, we must be, know the words that come out of our mouth. And so mm-hmm. how do we break those? Even if you're in a situation like that, I'm going to say there is one person, one heavenly father that knows us better than into the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit that know us. And so they say that you are the head and not the tail. They say you are the apple of my eye. They tell you, the word begins to speak and say to you who you are. We don't have to find out from other people who we are. The word tells us who we are. We are sons and daughters of the king of kings. That means we are royalty. So even if that negative stuff is coming in your ear, I need you to pray and, and say it, 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 it's not going to sit between my ear. In other words, it's going to go in it and out of the other one, as they used to say. In one ear and mm-hmm. out of the other one that I mm-hmm. am only going to put my strength, even if I'm young, I know who I am. And you don't even have to prove it to anyone, proving in the sense of constantly defending yourself when people are being mm-hmm. ugly. You know what? You show them. I always say showing somebody your success will put them in their place quicker than anything. People who say you can't do it, you you do it quietly, sweetie. You go and you show them yourself. You you get grades. You go find your own tutor. You go get help from somebody. You don't sit there and be ashamed to ask questions. Somebody calling you dumb. Are you stupid? Or no? You know what? You're gonna be stupid for a short time because that's not what you are. Stupid is not, it says what, it's just ignorance. You're not a stupid person. It means I just don't know it that moment. So Mm -hmm. it's okay to raise your hand. It's okay to raise your hand because you're the one that's going to be graduating. You're the one out there going to have your job while everyone else is sitting in the same place doing the same thing when you come back driving through the neighborhood. Mm, it's that's right. You then must pick up and become focused for yourself. You are not those things that people are calling you. They are you are mm-hmm. not those things. You are God's son. You are God's daughter. And that makes you beautiful. Yeah. That makes you brilliant. That's right. That's right. We're all uniquely 
wonderfully made. And we're all unique in our own way. And I always go back to the scripture because Genesis 1, the day 7, he said he made mm-hmm. everything and everything. And he made us. He actually literally put his hands in the dirt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Formed us. You know, and you that's a gift. And I tell people, read that scripture because you have to read it to understand. He formed us in his image, even though we were spiritually in his image, but formed us. He gave us a mold around us. But my, he my. formed it with his hands. He dug in the dirt. He made your body. But you were there with him in the beginning. And he, they said the word was with God. The word was God. The word was with God. You were with God. Even from the beginning, you were with him. So when you think wow, about wow. you you being made, you got to go back. And I tell people, especially when you're reading the Bible, interject your, your name in the Bible where it says, blah, 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 put your name there because you were always with him. He said, I am always with you, which means that I, when I, even when I left his spiritual self, even though we separated in the spirit, we're still together because he's in me. Yes. So no matter yes. what, he's always with us. That's the God that we serve. He said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. We may leave him, yes. but... He's always with us, Monique, and I get so excited because, you know, now that I'm I'm mature and I'm older, you know, because when you're younger, you read the Bible, it's like, yeah, okay. <laughs> but now it's like gravitate it and you really gurgitate it. you got to really study it and just put it in your head and know that he loved you that much that he created you with his hands. And yeah. he said he breathed into you, which means when yeah. he blew breath, he his breath into you, he prophesied over you, he gave you a vision, he gave you a purpose, he gave you a destiny, he gave you life, fulfillment, he gave you everything. You just have to tap to yourself for that wealth, to understand where your wealthy place is. And I find that a lot of young people, not only young people, but older people, are finding it hard and challenging to find that their wealthy place. And I say that because in a vision, when God gives you a vision, he gives you provision. And in that provision, right. he gives you more than enough to be accountable, to provide for your life. He said, I will provide. He gave you talents and gifts. You know, and people yes. don't equate that vision for provision or to provide, uh, to to just fulfill everything that they need to live. And we have to stop thinking in this low place because he said, I came to this low place for me for you, for you to come high where I am. Okay. So we got to okay. – our daddy is is bigger. His, <laughs> his checkbook is bigger. He is. His, come on his love is bigger. <laughs> 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 just got to walk in that anointing and walk in that belief to know what daddy can do. And I just yeah. think, you know, you know, you said something about books. I want to take a quick moment because, you know, time is, is, is um, getting close. But what you authored several books. What are the books that you have authored? Um, I've actually authored uh, four books. 
and one is being revived. But um, right now you can actually, well, you can find them on Lulu.com and Amazon.com. But um, the the first one is uh, My Sister's Arms, and that was one of the first um, books. uh, It is the actual first book um, I had ever written. And it just Mm -hmm. uh, goes through and it gives experiences of the times that God has brought um, friends in my life or sisters to me in good times and also in in, um, sad times, you know. But in that book, after each chapter, I ask you questions. And when you're done writing your answers, you will have written your own book. So you Mm. will, uh, it, it helps you to be able to, guide yourself through and see so many times that you didn't even think about God being there for you, but he did. He was actually there for you because he brought a teacher or he brought a friend. He brought someone in your life to to the next level or the next situation Mm -hmm. in your, in your journey. Uh, The next book that I have is a guide to structuring your vision and it's seven steps to discover your dreams. And so this book was made um, specifically for teaching you how to create your vision, how to get your vision, how to do your goals, how to do a vision board. It walks you through all the steps because it's not enough, like I said, to have it in your mind. You have to also have it out. That's what Habakkuk 2 is talking about. So the Lord gave me seven steps from those scriptures in Habakkuk, seven steps to structuring and getting results for your for your um, dreams, for things that you want to accomplish. And so uh, mm-hmm. that's what that one is. And then I have, um, for the first time I've uh, ever done this one, and that was I have a children's book, um, Zori's Dream Adventure, and it's a colorful book with pictures. And it was inspired by my niece. Um, She was seven years old, and I remember I was doing a class on visioning and and teaching the people how to, you know, do a vision board and and set your goals. And and she said, "Um, Auntie, I want to do one. Kind of looked at her, and I'm going to be honest, I was thinking to myself, this baby doesn't have a clue of what she might want to do. And I'm thinking this. And she said, I want to do one. And so I just sat down with her. We we got literally, um, we've got crayons, we got colors, magazines, different things. And I said, whatever is coming to your mind, sweetie, whatever you like, cut it out, draw it. And I mean, she made a fabulous vision board. And she was able to tell me what she was going to do when she grew up. She was letting me know where she was traveling. I mean, God Mm -hmm. already revealed to this baby a lot of his plans for her. And Mm. so what I'm saying is we can't stop children. He said, I'm going to give children. I'm going to give old men, young women, young men, you know, um, all of you. I'm going to give you visions and dreams. So in that, she inspired me. And I just started, I said, we're going to have to teach even our children how to get their ideas out there. We can start Mm -hmm. early with our babies. Then when you go on the site, you're 
you'll also have, there's also a vision book for um, students who are in middle school and in um, high school. So I, I've mm-hmm. tried to cover each age for um, working with visioning. So that, uh, so you'll be able to find those books. Mm-hmm. Well, I am going to um, look at those books. Uh, I am, I am also excited because um, we have sister to sister coming up. I want <laughs> yes! you to talk a about sister to sister before we leave this <laughs> okay. show. Tell everybody. We're going to give more information as well. Um, they'll be able to follow you with the commercial that's coming. But tell us a little bit about Sister to Sister and, you know, what it means to you. Well, in 2011, in, in 2011, um, a, a dear friend of mine, we, we've known each other since high school. Uh, she was in Seattle and I was in New Orleans and, and we were just sitting and talking, long story short, we were sitting and talking about um, just being able to uh, get some ideas out to other women, you know, about health and about physical health, yes, but also mental health. But then also the crisis of domestic violence and how it's starting younger that our children are harming each other. You know, and that it's in many of the homes. And and so we were just saying, what do we need to do? And she said, you know, the Lord told us older women need to pour into the younger women, and we haven't done it. She said, we haven't done like we've been asked to to do, you know. And so God blessed, and we had our first one in 2011. And um, now we'll be having our fourth one, our fourth conference, in New Orleans. So October the 4th and 5th, we will be in New Orleans downtown um, at the Holiday Inn Super, at the Superdome Holiday Inn with the rooftop. It's just a fabulous hotel. But more than that, it's going to be the camaraderie of all of us sisters from every background. This isn't just limited because you have it, no degree, no degree, working, not working, children, no children. It doesn't matter. It does not matter. We're all there as sisters, literally ages 18 to 108. It, it, mm. All together, enjoying one another. We have some amazing speakers coming in from all over the country, and they're going to mm-hmm. teach us on how to build wealth, building it right in our mm. house right in our homes, right in our community. And they're going to teach us how to come together as um, a community. They're also going to help us with mental health. We've got young women talking about what it means to go through depression, um, have mm. to have anxiety, even being bipolar. There are different – we are going to be – we have a, a judge coming who's going to talk to us about protecting our children. Protect yes. how to cover our children and protect our children. We yes. So we have many people. You yourself, praise God, are going to be speaking on relationships and, and, and how to move forward. And, and I have sisters coming from that are going to teach us on professionalism and, and being in the professional world and, and how we operate and how we move up. So it, we're just going to have a good time, a, a wonderful time. This is a wonderful yeah. time. Good eating, 
good fellowship. <laughs> and then um, yes. that that Saturday night, um, we're gonna let you. I want you to let your hair down because you're gonna get dressed real cute, real pretty. We have what I call <laughs> the purple carpet. So we have a huge banquet, and we have the best music, all that good jazz, New Orleans music. It just we have a good time because we've been so heavy in things and then learning all that weekend. But that night, we just have a ball. We have a, a wonderful time before we leave each other. So um, I, I welcome you to to come. Um, all are welcome. Uh, we we're just excited to to have you there. It's a spiritual event, sister, but it's not a, a, a this is not a religious event. It's a community of it's a learning event. We're coming together Amen. to learn. Amen. 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 Um, Monique, I am excited. I'm excited for our relationship, but I'm excited for what is to come and what. We- going to learn and expand on together and um, how we're going to come together to to do a lot of great things, especially for community, elders, youth, um, sisters, husbands, relationships. I just see, you know, a lot evolving. Um, But I want to thank you for this opportunity, and and I'm looking forward. I'm looking forward to this. Um, I can't wait. And I'm excited. I can't wait. I'm excited for everything. I'm just excited. I want to just take the time to thank you for for coming and speaking with us. Um, before we leave, though, I want you to give the listeners uh, all your social media sites, how they can contact you, your website, and just leave us with a word of wisdom. Okay. I, um, I'll give you my sites first and then... Uh, we'll, we'll, uh, I pray to be able to leave you with a word of wisdom. Um, you can go to um, the sister experience. You just put that in, and you should be, you'll be able to find it on um, the Facebook page, Sister to Sister Experience. Uh, you can also go to Savvy, and so you go to Savvy, Success Achieved When Visioned by You. You put that in your Facebook, and in the page will come up. And then the mm-hmm. website is Savvy Vision. That's one Z. So S A V Y Vision dot com. And then my on my Twitter, um, well, my Instagram is Lady underscore Elliot E L L I O T T. Okay, Elliot, E L L I O T T. I O T T. Elliot underscore. Lady, so, uh uh-uh, Lady, L A D Y. Okay. Underscore Elliot. Mm hmm. Oh, okay, Lady underscore. Okay, got it. I want to make sure I got the right one. <laughs> That's okay. okay. That's all right. That is, all. I, mm-hmm. I'm just too excited to, to just, um, be a part of all of you, and um, I just look forward to hearing you. And then you can reach me also at on Twitter at um, Monique Elliott, well, Monique Elliott at Lady, L-A-D-Y underscore, now this one's a little different, E-L-I-I-O-T-T. So, okay. um, 
Mm-hmm. And that's that's the Twitter account. So uh, just look forward to hearing from all of you with your questions. If you want to, you know, talk about vision, if you want to talk about uh, mental health, because I'm looking forward to being able to do segments with you um, that that focus on um, our mind health and getting rid of that mm-hmm. stigma, getting rid that's of the right. stigma of, of mental health. Um, because many of us are self-medicating, especially our young people, with the street drugs um, because they're experiencing some mental health issues. Yeah. And you're not, yeah. you know, so that's a that's a passion for me. But I, I just uh, thank you so much, sis, for having me on. Also, Eventbrite. If you'd like to come to the um, New Orleans um, conference, uh, we're doing an early bird special right now. So go to Eventbrite. And put in Sister to Sister Experience New Orleans uh, 2019. Mm-hmm. Just Sister to Sister Experience. It should come up for New Orleans. Amen. I'm excited. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I can't wait to hear from you there. <laughs> Leave us with a word of wisdom and discernment um, for our listeners as well. I. I just want to say this to you, love, that um, the word says that he that began a good work in you is faithful to complete it in you. And so I just want to make that simple. God started something so special with you before you were even born. So he's going to complete it in you. He's going to make it happen. But you can't give up. You can't Mm -hmm. give up. And so with wisdom, I say, Surround yourself with positive people. Surround yourself. It is better for you to be around one positive person than 20 negative people. Start mm-hmm. start surrounding yourself with people who want to go someplace in life, who want to do better, and you will find yourself climbing right with them. So my words mm-hmm. of wisdom is you may get sad, you may get discouraged, but don't stay there. Start remembering the promises. Begin to remember the promises given to you. Every one of you is unique. Every one of you brings something beautiful to this world. Just use it because we're waiting to hear from you. We're waiting to hear from you. We need you. Amen. Amen. I want to thank you so much. Uh, Monique Elliott for joining us tonight and we look forward for you to come back anytime that you have anything going on Uh, we look forward to hearing from you uh, making some noise and as we get closer um, we will schedule another interview to talk about sisters and sisters and to bring on some other women so that we can have a conversation Uh, we're going to have a great conversation about what it really means to be a sister to sister a lot of us some of us aren't connected in that sense, but to to speak to women, to hear other women talking and having conversations about yes. sisterhood, I think that is so important that we connect on a spiritual level as well, uh, having communications about what is sister-sister, what does it mean to, to be in um, the sister-sister conference, what is it that we're bringing. I would love to invite you back to sit down and have this dialogue with maybe some of the speakers. Just, um, yes. just talk 
you know, why is this important? Why it should be important outside of New Orleans to carry this on, this conversation, because it is something that we really, really need to do, not just in conferences as well, but I know that's what you're doing within your community and in your work that you're doing as mm-hmm. well. So I want to thank you. I thank you for this opportunity. Um, I love you. you. Thank you so much. I love I, you. I'm blessed by you. Thank you for your ministry, your ministry and your obedience to do your vision, hon. This is a vision. This is a vision that was birthed into you, into your family, and I and I appreciate you following your vision. Amen. 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 It's going to take all of us, and I thank God for the kingdom connections. <laughs> the kingdom Amen. connections. Amen. So I say to you, thank you for coming, uh, and I look forward to speaking with you soon. uh, And we look forward to having you back here to further discuss another dialogue of Sister to Sister. Well, thank you so much. I look forward to uh, speaking with all of your audience and with you. Uh, be blessed, and um, may you have favor um, over the things that God has called you to do, hon. Amen. God Blessings bless you. to you. I love Amen. I love you. Bye-bye. Love you. Bye-bye. I want to thank you for listening to All About Us. I am your host, Shavana Johnson. That was Monique Elliott, MLSW, uh, talking about going beyond the vision and talking about Sister to Sister Conference coming up in October the 4th and 5th. 2019 in New Orleans, and yes, I will be one of the speakers. Um, I'm excited for this opportunity, but before I leave, I want you to remember this affirmation. Going beyond the vision, remember bracing for impact beyond the destination. Success will depend on the time that you spend preparing for bracing for the impact beyond your destination. I want you to say this to yourself. I am created for greatness. I am beautiful and everything about me is positive. I am unique, gifted, and above all else designed for this moment in time. I am destined to fulfill everything I think, ask, or create. I am in my winning season. Every goal I set, I will excel. I am defining who I am and designed to be smart, funny, talented, and educated. I am everything they said I couldn't be, couldn't do, and every glass ceiling is broken because I am the power to make a difference, to succeed in the course to change my destiny. I am Shavana Johnson, your host, and again, I want to thank you for joining us. And I want to say um, come back next Monday to Parents and Teens Talk. Come back every night. We have a lot of new shows starting on Tuesday. We're going to have the XCON expert, Dr. T.Y. Washington, in the house. And on Wednesday, we have our new show coming up with cooking with Glenda Jones, talking about how to be healthy, eating vegan, and alternative ways to cook your meals. She will also be showing you on Facebook different segments on how to make biscuits out of wheat berries. Unbelievable. You don't have to use regular flour or flour. You'll be grinding up wheat berries. and I was just amazed 
with the different foods that you could use to make it healthy, but also make it taste good and flavorful. So join her on Wednesday nights. And on Thursdays, we have Empowered Life with Dr. Yanni Johnson. And on Sunday, we have the awesome Dell Blogger podcast. You don't want to miss her, the award-winning Dell Blogger. Antoinette Blake. And again, on Mondays, myself, Shavana Johnson. I want to say um, good evening. I'm your host, Shavana Johnson. I want to thank you for uh, listening to Parents and Teens Talk, which is a show that creates dialogue between parents and teens. Um, this show is sponsored by the Whitney E. Johnson Foundation, Butter Me Essentials, Rico Designs Interior, All About Us Media Production Group, TV, Radio, Magazine, and Blog, Roger and Shavana Johnson. Visit our website at www.wejfoundation.org. I want to thank you for joining me tonight. And I will leave you with my favorite song. And I love Phyllis Hyman. Remember who you are. You know, you got to discover who you are to be who you are to become. So I'm going to leave you with this song. Have a good night and join us again. Blessings to you. Love you much. Join us back here tomorrow. Um, Thank you. Have a great night.
Hello, this is Najesty from Butter Me Essentials Natural Hair and Body Company. We are located in Brooklyn, New York. We are a family-owned company, which is run by my husband, Vaden, and I. Do you have hair that is hard to manage? Having trouble with hair growth? Is your skin always dry? No problem. Butter Me Essentials is here with the solution. We specialize in hair butters, pomades, hair elixirs, shampoos, conditioners, luxury soaps, body butters, lotion bars, perfumes, scrubs, and so much more. All of our products is made with natural and organic ingredients such as shea butter, cocoa butter, mango butter, Jamaican black castor oil, avocado oil, Oregon oil, and essential oils. There is no sulfates, petroleum, mineral oils, or parabens, just all natural goodness. If you would like to order our products, check out our website at buttermeessentials.com, buttermeessentials.com, or call 646 646- Check us out on Facebook and Instagram. Remember, like our motto says, you deserve to be buttered. everyone. I am Shavana Johnson, CEO and founder of All About Us Global Media Productions Group, TV, radio, and magazine. CEO of the Whitney E. Johnson Foundation Incorporated. We are a 501c3 organization on a mission to educate, engage, and mentor our parents and teens in communities on current issues surrounding our youth. Today we are asking for your support to continue providing our informative programming through our various media platforms. To make a donation, visit the Whitney E. Johnson site at www.wejfoundation.org or you can reach us at 631-521-7699 for more information. And as a reminder, all donations given are tax deductible. On behalf of the Whitney E. Johnson Foundation, we thank you for listening and your support. Mm-hmm. 